friends, John Nisbet with the Customer Factory here again, and you saw the title of this video, and you're like, what is John talking about print ads for? He's a Facebook marketing guy. He's an online guy. What's he doing? Well, I'm going to tell you, I will admit that there are other advertising mediums out there besides Facebook and Google and all this online digital stuff. Uh, that other stuff, the magazines and, and newspapers and things have been around a lot longer and still work for a lot of folks. Now, we use Facebook here because we think Facebook works the best for most people, and it's fast, it's very gratifying. You turn the ads on now, you have to wait for things to run to the press and come out later on. So uh, what I want to do here is give you some advice on how to run print advertising, just in case you want to do it or if you tried it and had some failures at it. Uh, I do know a bit about this. I've not just been, uh, I've owned this, I own the current customer factory, founded that as an online agency, but prior to that, I've actually uh, owned and ran an offline marketing agency where we did, we did work for Fortune 500 companies and they run in all kinds of media, all kinds of stuff. We did primarily online for them too at the time, but I do know how to run print. I do know what makes it work. I bought a lot of print. I've done, I bought a lot of print. Okay, I run a lot of ads. So I can tell you when it comes to the local marketing side, I can actually tell you uh, how to get better results, how to determine what publication to run into, run in, and should you buy the ads in them or not, that kind of thing, and what to expect and you know how to go about doing that, okay? So I've got a few things I want to kind of cover you, cover with you for that, just as a quick training. So this will be a little bit longer than my normal video because I'm going to run down. I'm not going to break this up into three videos. I'm just I'm going to give it all to you one time right now. So if you'll stick with me to the end, you'll at least have a better idea in five minutes from now of how to run ads. And if you've had failures running uh, print ads and magazines and newspapers before, maybe this will tell you, give some insight on how to make those things work for you because people still read those things. I mean, there's still a big chunk of the population that still picks up print. Less and less every year, so okay, but squeeze what you can out of it, right? Right, why not? If it works, spend the money, right? Okay, so the first thing I want to let you know is on any kind of periodical publication, like a monthly or a weekly kind of thing, uh, it will tend to fade after three to five insertions. An insertion is when is how many times your ad actually in there. So say it's a monthly magazine. There's a local monthly magazine called your town monthly uh, and it's really local focused and they, they start putting it out there uh, when you run it it will tend to fade after about three months like you'll run the ad and they'll yeah start to fade and then you'll be down to your actual uh, results the reason is because the audience for these magazines is very static the same 10,000 people read it every month. It's not a different 10,000 people. So what you have is initially when you run the ads, you'll get all these people who are interested now. It's sort of a backlog of, of interest. They've been wanting, they've been interested for a while, and you just look at the cream off the top for a little while, right? And you run for like two or three months. And then you'll see the ads that will kind of drop down. So now, now it's the level of reach. So in that, say, 10,000 people that get reached with this publication, uh, at any given time, 300 are potential prospects for you, right? And it's a different 300 every month. So you're getting that 300, 300, 300, 300 every month, and you're fishing out of that little pool right there, which is what you want to do. And as long as when it, after that initial honeymoon period comes down, and as long as that like number four month, number five month is actually good for you, then you can keep running month after month. Don't make the mistake of buying just the first month and whoa, worked great the first month. So the guy comes and sells you a 12 month contract, Aha! right? So I'll cover the contracts in just a minute, but uh, people get excited because when you run the first ad, it's, it, it can sometimes do unnaturally well in the first month or two. And then later on, you find out what it's really like. Okay, so obviously when it comes to these publications, the math is very easy. You want to look at how much, of the, how much does the ad cost? Right, so say it's two thousand dollars, and what's your allowable cost for a new patient? What's your what are you going to spend in marketing money to acquire that new patient? Uh, and say it's three hundred dollars. Okay, so you just say okay, divide by okay. In that case, you need about six or seven new patients to make this sucker pay off. Uh, definitely use a tracking number in any uh, in any publication you do. Tracking numbers are practically free; they're like a dollar a month 
go over to Call Fire, Call Rail. Uh, there's all these different companies that just to put tracking number and you get it. And it's just a phone number that you use in only that ad. And then it refers to your phone number and you can count the ad. You can see how many calls you got. And in the right state, if you have the right to record, you can actually hear the phone calls too, which is very useful to do. Uh, we provide tracking numbers for our clients and it's very insightful to be able to prove that something worked or didn't work. Because if you use your regular number from your website or your, or your front desk or anything that you're using anywhere else, you can get confused in that it worked when it didn't work. Okay, so just be sure that you use a tracking number in any ad you do. And I, you're, it's even okay to change that tracking number every three or four months. So you know, well, how long do these work? So sometimes you run an ad and you start and you keep getting calls from that same ad for like three or four months. It's kind of good to know if you're really into tracking, if you've got a good spreadsheet. If you, if you have a heart that loves spreadsheets, use multiple tracking numbers on your ads. Uh, otherwise, just use one. But for sure, use one. Otherwise, you're in the dark and you have no idea if it worked or not. And you have thus no idea on, from a management point of view on if you should continue spending money and budget in that direction. Okay. Now, when you when you're approached by the mag the magazine sales guy, uh, usually they're nice guys because jerks don't make good salespeople, right? They're usually the nice guys and they they're friends of the community and they all oh, don't we go to the same football high school football games together? And like they, they're good sales guys because they have to be, and they hustle and they work hard and most of them are very honest and do a good job. But what you have to do is be a little critical and say, okay, ask them. So you want me to run in uh, my town monthly? Okay. Please give me three back issues, the last three back issues. I just want to see three issues of the, of the past magazine and give me some magazine, give me a few issues from a year ago and two years ago and even three years ago if you got them. Like give me three months from there, three months from each year, right? And they have these on hand. They have boxes of their old magazines on hand. They usually have these because this is, this is, their, this is what they print, right? So, uh, and the reason you want these, and they may go, well, why do you want these? You know, is you're going to actually look in there and you see, do the advertisers who run in this thing, do they do they stay or do they quit? Like you look in there and you say, oh, there's an auto dealer down the street and he runs every month. And luckily, go back three years, he's been running every month in this sucker for three years. Okay, that's got good 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 reach, right? It's working for him. If you see uh, all the, if you look in the magazine from a year ago and you see none of the same advertisers are in it now, then you know this thing just churns advertisers and guess what's gonna be happen? You're gonna be the next one to churn through there. You're gonna put your ad in and it's gonna churn out, right? So you wanna kinda of look at this. I mean, I, I actually just used to make a grid. Make it, just make a grid, write the name of the advertiser and what month you saw him in and the pattern becomes very clear. Like, oh boy. Or you might notice only stuff that's like for construction seems to work for this magazine and all the stuff that's for stuff like me doesn't seem to work and turns over, right? Another key thing is to look and see are your competitors in there, right? Are your competitors in the magazine and are they there month after month, year after year? If they are, I'm telling you, most people are not stupid. They will, if it doesn't work after a while, they figure it out. May not in the first month or two, remember the little trick, but uh, they, they eventually figure it out like, hey, this is not working anymore or it is working. They keep hearing about it, so they'll keep doing it, right? It's not 100% this little study, but this is your, what they say, do your due diligence. This is the due diligence you should do as an advertiser when looking at any new medium or at any publication, at any purchase, we want to have the best chance uh, of making a proper management decision on if you're going to spend your money there or not, okay? Um, there are a lot of free publications and a lot of publications with circulation, like, like paid circulation. Um, there, it's a mix. I like paid circulation, but there's so few of them now. The circulation numbers are going down. Um, and, and quite honestly, um, circulation numbers on print magazines is like common core math. It's the most amazing creative activity ever. Uh, I've literally seen people say, oh yes, we have 100,000 circulation. And then you check with the printer and you see they only print 20,000 copies. 
How can you have 100,000 circulation but you only print 20,000 copies? Oh, because we assume that every issue gets seen by five people throughout the month. Like, do you have any data to back that up? We're pretty sure of it. it hey, it's on a dentist office, so that one sees. You know, the people see it for five times, or 25 people see it at the dentist office. Yeah, but what about all the 300 that get thrown in the trash immediately when they hit the mail, right? So circulation numbers are, are like I say, the only way you really know for sure is by running ads and testing it and, and seeing what the numbers actually are. Obviously, um, I mean, even big companies, especially big companies, inflate their circulation numbers, uh, in my opinion. In my opinion, nobody sue me, please. But in my humble opinion, the, the larger the company, the more likely they are to be full of crap, quite honestly, right? And there's some big companies that have bought up these print magazines and they're losing their shirts. And so they have to raise the circulation numbers so they can justify a higher fee. Uh, and if they churn a lot of advertisers, oh boy. So, so just look at the circulation number and say, okay, well, of the circulation number, how many do you guys print? Just ask that question. How many do you guys print? And they'll give you some, if, they'll give you either a dumb look because nobody asks this usually, but if they go, well, I don't know, I'll find out. We'll go ask the guy. Don't go call your boss call the print guy and ask him how many do they print, all right? And if you find that, get that number, then you'll know what its actual circulation kind of is because it's not usually this airy-fairy 25 people see every issue kind of thing, okay? Um, when it comes to contracts, the first thing they have to do is they have to sell you a test run in the magazine. Like, here, run run for two or three months and see how it goes, right? Yeah, we know how that goes. It, it might be great, right? And then sign a 12-month contract because you'll get a discount on the ads. It's so much cheaper. It's just it's a no-brainer to sign this thing. Yeah, yeah. Run for six months or so, month by month by month if you can. And, and the money you're saving, uh, the, 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 you, you, you're, it's like an insurance policy. You're buying a little insurance. You're paying a little extra for those six months of ads. Or you're running month to month to month. But you are getting, uh, you don't have to get locked into a long-term contract if thing turns out to be a dog, right? Which, in my experience, it's a 50-50 shot, man. Some publications work and some do not, right? Some look great in your hand. Wow, this looks like a great magazine, but no one reads it, right? And you have no way to tell. That's one thing I love about the online space is at least you can tell. I can tell you exactly how many people saw your ad, how many people clicked on it. And I can tell you who saw it. I mean, you use an incredible amount of information about what happens uh, that you just can't get in print, all right? So uh, another thing you'll find out, what I warn you about here is... Um, when they say, oh yeah, so when you run an ad in our print publication, we also put you on our website and our podcast and our hoop-de-doo and da 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 They have like, like the media, the, the magazine like has other media like online or something, you know. Okay, that stuff is usually worthless. It's like they throw it in for free because it's not worth anything. If they try to charge you for it, just laugh at them a little bit. Like really? You're going to charge you to be on your magazine website? Oh, we get 20,000 videos a week. Uh, okay. Great, I'm still not paying for it, right? Because that is usually throwaway inventory, which is why they, they spiff it and use it. And there's also no tracking on that. That's usually the exact same ad you ran, so you can't really tell was it worth anything. So if they give it to you for free, take it. But just know it's probably worth what they're charging, right? Uh, if they charge you $1,000 extra for it, just laugh and say, hey, you better just throw that in for free because I see no value to that. And they will usually cave instantly and say, well, if you sign the contract, say, no, I'm not signing a contract until after the fourth or fifth month. If your stuff works, I'll, uh, I'll check it out, right? I'll, we'll, hey, no problem. And by the way, if you're working after five or six months, it's like stabled off, seems you're doing okay, and other advertisers seem to do a good, do well in it, go, go ahead and sign the contract, save the money, right? Uh, and then of course, take any freebies they're willing to give you. Sometimes these guys will give you a, a free booth at a show. Uh, often these local magazines will have like a, a show or a festival or event they put on twice a year. And, uh, and take it, right? I mean, obviously right now we have a real lack of events, in-person events going on, but they may have something going on. If they, throw, if they give it to you, just take it, that's a rule. But don't, 
don't let them charge you or exchange a term of a contract with you, right? Because here's the dirty little secret of, of circulation of contracts uh, is most publications that are, do well are full of ads and have no problem getting, getting people to re-sign month to month or quarterly or whatever it is, right? And publications that are just dying to get you on a contract, it means they don't, they're not confident that you're actually going to re-sign because of results. They're just not that confident, right? Um, I, I see that in the online space too. When a guy, like contracts are not for the buyer, they're for the seller. And so the seller's downside is covered. Like, oh, I've locked in the buyer, regardless of results, I've got, I'm getting paid, it's good. That's not really a business model that I like to support or I like to, but there are times when signing a contract is fine. I would never go more than one year. Oh my God, never, because you don't know what's gonna happen uh, and you're gonna be uh, tired of the sucker, right? Always make sure that you, I mean, you can change the ads month every month. And, and I recommend, by the way, do change the ads. Uh, if, they're, if they're working, track them. And as soon as they start to kind of go below viable, change the ad, like, like we'll change the colors, change the design, change whatever the ad. And by the way, most of the time, the public, actually all of the time these days, the publication will design the ad for you. And they'll usually do a good job. I mean, there's a couple basic things you have to know about designing ads, and they're usually pretty competent at that. Don't let them charge you for that. Oh, it's a $500 design fee. Go, really? And just look at them in the face and go, are you sure? Because there is no such thing, and really, I mean, that's just the the salesman's padding the contract at that point, right? Go, no, 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 I'm not paying for design fee. Just, I, I okay. If you want to charge me design fee, I'll go to Fiverr and I'll pay five dollars and get an okay design ad, and it'll be all right. You know, like, like don't worry. And by the way, don't agonize over the design of the ad, please. A um, couple quick words on on successful print ads that follows a lot of the same. Actually, they follow the exact same rules as online ads. You want to talk about one topic. You don't want to talk about everything you deliver. You want to talk about one one solution, one problem that you have a solution for, uh, weight loss or joint pain or sciatica or broken cars or whatever it is you handle in your business. You want to talk about that one one of the solutions you have. You don't want to talk about everything you do, right? Uh, you want to hit the one thing because people are quick. They're flip 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 flip. Oh yeah, I got that problem. Oh, that's a solution. Good. They don't go, oh, look, there's a new business in town. Let me see what they deliver. And they read the ad. No, man, they don't read that. Don't get all worried. Resist the, re resist the urge to write a ton of copy. Uh, have a couple of big appealing headlines, a call to action, a little bit of data, put, like where you're located is obviously important. Uh, the, the ways to contact you, your website, that sort of stuff. And if you have like a coupon or a special code you want to put in there, uh, put a little coupon code in there that they can use when they call in or something like that. That's all you got to do, right? Don't don't list every service you possibly deliver. It doesn't help. It actually it's called shotgun marketing and just, like, just spreads it everywhere. And when you spread it everywhere, it goes nowhere. It doesn't penetrate. You don't get any, any activity from the from the audience, okay? So anyway, but most likely the ad guys will, will give you good coaching for a good ad. A decent decent uh, colors, decent design, a, a nice stunning picture is usually good. Get, make people stop and look. That's what you want to do. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of things I can talk about proper ad writing. Uh, and in general, I see when magazine companies, uh, publishing companies write ads, they're not actually bad. They're not bad. You know, they're pretty good, right? So because they, that's their thing. They're, I'm good at Facebook ads and I'm, okay, they're good at print ads, right? So, and they are different. Oh yeah, yeah. here's a good trick. Here's a great trick. Before you spend tw two grand on that ad, run it as a Facebook ad for three days and see if people like it. That, we do that all the time. So you can take a Facebook ad, write a headline, use the picture you're planning to use in your ad, write the same headline in the ad, write the same copy for your ad, give it a landing page that looks just like the ad, right? And run it on Facebook to the ideal population for, for three, four days, and you'll know if that's a successful ad or not. Will people Do people want that offer or not, right? Are they interested in what you're offering or do you need to change the offer? Well. Run it 
for five days and you'll know, right? And you spend $50, $100, $200 to find out and save that. And now you optimize your ad for print. All right, that's just another little trick there. All right, so I will say this now. Now, the last part I want to get to about print ads is it is a dying medium. I, I, you know, uh, uh, Egon uh, and Ghostbusters, when I was a kid, said print is dead. And we all laughed in the movie theater, right? You know what? He's right. Print is about dead. I mean, you know, it's getting safer and safer to be a tree on this planet because we're using less paper. Uh, newspaper sales are down. There's all going online, magazines and all that stuff. So if you have a publication in your area which still works, go ahead and use it. But just know it's probably not going to be a, a strategy that works three years from now or five years. Gosh, five years from now, I can't even imagine. It's, it's the, the, if you look at the graph on circulations, the reported circulations, which we know are baloney, the numbers are straight down. I mean, publications I used to run in, you know, okay, some of those publications aren't around. What, Newsweek sold for a dollar? It wasn't because circulations are up, <laughs> right? So anyway, that's about, okay, so that's that's the main point I had to say for when it comes to print ads. Use them, like, obviously, with any kind of advertising. If you can spend a dollar on it and make $2 back, spend the $2, spend the dollar on it every day, right? And uh, then find as many different mediums as you can possibly do that, and you will be successful. And of course, now, if you are interested in having Facebook ads run for you, and, uh, and being the, the hyper online world, because I think Facebook ads work about 100 times better, and you can change the ad overnight, you can do all kinds of cool stuff you can't do with print. Um, but if you're interested in having Facebook ads run for you by a pro, by a, a professional company uh, who knows how to be in touch and communication with the customer, who knows how to work with you to achieve your goals, like if you say, our, we want to double our practice in X amount of time, we can work out a marketing program that'll get you there. We can do it. You say, yeah, John, I'm at, I'm at this point in my business now, and I want to be here, in six months okay i can back down I, I, we can actually do the math and with the general numbers you have a pretty good estimate of what it takes to actually get you there right that's pretty nice so if you want to work with us on that kind of basis uh, and it's a good fit well then come on over to the website which is thecustomerfactory.net thecustomerfactory.net and you can see all the wonderful success stories and stuff we have but there's actually a cool little book of demo button right there you can actually schedule and see a service demonstration where we'll go through your numbers we'll go through your situation your market and see what your goals are, and then how can we adjust our services to get you to your goal, all right? So hopefully you've learned something here. Hopefully that's uh, not been a waste of time. Uh, I know I went a little longer than usual, but uh, there, there you go. Uh, I will see you in the next video. See you later. Bye.